This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. So where are you in your house? I am in my now office. Ah. So I've taken the spare room and I have jigged it up and it looks semi-decent. It does. I, lo- plants. I like the plants. plants. Liking that. I have a, a Himalayan salt candle going on here. Oh. Yeah. And I have another plant this side. Oh. And do you have a drawer for your raspberry tea? A drawer? I, I um, hide it in my water bottle. <laughs> oh, do you? I hide mine in uh, a glass. Oh, there you go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> take a sip, actually. Do, do, you know, yeah. Just to me. lubricate the, the throat. Me, 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 me. You know the way you see <clears> these <throat> uh, actors doing vocal exercises. Very important. Cheers. I only learned that this is what I've learned through quarantine is that if you haven't spoken to another human being all day and you go into a conference call, your voice will just disappear <laughs> <laughs> and you can't, you can't hear anything because you're just, your throat is dry. You haven't spoken to anyone. This is what I've learned. What have you learned in this time of lockdown? Um, I've learned that I don't mind my hair going gray, but it's probably easier for blondes. Um, I'm trying to get homemade remedies for everything because you can't buy them anymore, like scrubs and things like you are the queen of homemade remedies. I have my Alflorex. What is that now? That is a precision probiotic, which fortifies your gut. And uh, so I've taken that vitamin C, vitamin D and magnesium. Oh, that's going to boost my immune system. And will that help Not my today, Corona? Will that will that do anything for my grey at all? Uh, no, no. But I'm having the same problem because I cancelled my hair appointment, thinking that we'd have two weeks in the middle of my going blonde process. So I'm glowing blonde from like eye level down. And as you know, Tracy, I grew out all the dye out of my hair for about a year so that I could go blonde. So this is a disaster. Yes, I mean, let's get our priorities straight. Yeah, we have to save our loved ones and members of the public that we don't even know by staying locked in this house forever. I mean, uh, for another for couple of another weeks. another week, two weeks. I mean, they say it might be July. We just don't know which July. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new world. Well, Indeed I have to say, is. though, I've got to ask you and um, I've got to say com- uh, completely without hesitation that my cats are loving it oh charlie is loving it too he can't get over it he thinks it's he thinks it's the best thing that's ever happened um he's becoming very cultured because every night we're watching like last night i watched joseph of the technicolor dreamcoat because the show must go on um uh andrew lloyd Reber has um put out one universal has put out a different Andrew Lloyd Webber show every night. So tonight, 
I think it's Jesus Christ Superstar. And oh. last night it was uh, Jason Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it's so hilarious to watch it because it's, it's very dated, but it's fantastic. Like you know. Oh, um, that's else? cool. Of course, the Belfast Film Festival is on, so probably at the time that you guys get to see this, it'll be over. But what they're doing is they're broadcasting a series of shorts for today from nine o'clock, from 10 o'clock until midnight tonight, which I'm so proud of them. I bought a gift voucher for the Belfast Film Festival in support um, just because, you know, it's going to be difficult for all our creators and makers at the moment and just to support them and keep them going. If you guys want to do that too, buy a gift voucher. You know, buy your tickets. And when this is all over and we're released, go and see the stuff. Support your local producers. Yeah, it's all online now. So I think anybody who is working in the arts and events, that they have to go online and they have to have a very steep learning curve um, and just change their model entirely. So, And as you know, I work in festivals and it's going to be a very interesting year. I like as well, though, that you can travel around the world, you know, and it was not as if this is new, but they've opened up a lot of tours that normally you had to have special access in order to take. And now you can do a tour of the Anne Frank Museum in um, Amsterdam, and then you can hop over to the top of the Eiffel Tower and do a 360 tour and and lots and lots of cultural experiences that uh, I'm trying to do one every day just to keep busy yeah i'm going to the guggenheim later on are you fantastic <laughs> yeah never been never been wow i'm gonna get see if i can get into the louvre abu dhabi actually looks kind oh, of class. interesting yeah so why not yeah the met operas are also broadcasting which is brilliant because we really need something like opera you've seen it online with italy and the lockdown you know and people singing from their balconies We've had that here in Galway too, but opera is perfect because we are in an extreme human situation right now and opera is just the ideal thing for that. Yeah, there was an art, uh, Times article during the week uh, specifically on the different uh, opera houses around the world that have opened up um, yeah. to encourage people that normally wouldn't even think about going to opera to just dip their toe yeah. in. So apart from all the high-level cultural highbrow stuff that we're doing, Sharida... We have been watching documentaries and there's yes, one documentary have. that everybody on the planet is talking about, is watching, is riveted by, is is tossed and turned like the plot twists. There's just one on everyone's lips right now. And that's the Tiger there King. Is. Tiger King. Mm. Murder, Mayhem and Madness. There's two directors, Eric Good and Rebecca. I'm going to say Chocolin and I do apologize if I pronounce that incorrectly. It's on Netflix now at the moment. You can see now Netflix have done kind of a rating that runs along the bottom of your screen that tells you like where it is in terms of what people are watching. It's number one in Ireland and it's been firmly number one since the day it came out. It is lunacy. It is. Completely, you can't take your eyes away. It's exactly what everyone needs right now. You have to watch it. It's so good. It was all right. Your friends may have decent taste in movies, but their incoherent reviews are getting annoying. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Looking for a new podcast? Join Time Sensitive, where we break down the recent movies you've heard of, but may have missed. Spoilers included. And we get it. You're busy and can't see everything, but are you really going to track it down a year later? We take the time so you don't have to. Find us on Twitter, at TSMoviePod, and find out what we're watching. I'm Sam. I'm Ian. And I'm Kate, and we're three friends and armchair movie critics. Seriously, invite us into your living room. Kate, stop. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Time sensitive, because you deserve better. And I hesitated in watching it because you know how long it took me to watch Blackfish. 
because yeah, I just couldn't take the pain. Cats. But uh, this, I have to say, it, it's it's worth watching it. There are some moments in it, but really, it's so entertaining uh, that you, I think it does take your mind off everything. It's quite a good one to watch. It's not about tigers. No. It's not about the private ownership of tigers. It's about the type of personality that feels the need to privately own a tiger. And from watching this documentary and from what if all that you knew was watching this documentary, you'd certainly know the type by the time you got to the end of the series. There's a couple of different characters. I can't see myself being friends with any of them. They're all as bad as each other, to be honest with you. It's a very scary, scary reality that the world of private um, zookeeping, um, particular regards to tigers, it just seems that these animals, like they kind of were, I'm going to say in this documentary, a little bit neglected. You know what I mean? Just like. But I do know, think that it's just, it's a riveting watch, and there are seven episodes. Every episode, and you know how I feel about most docuseries. It, which is that they're just they they take seven hours to tell something they could tell in sixty minutes, which annoys me. But in this, I think that they've done this so well. So every episode has a oh my god, I can't even believe that just happened moment in it. A hundred percent. The scary thing about this is that like Joe Exotic last podcast on the left last September actually brought out an episode on Joe Exotic. So there's a lot of kind of information that was out there. Having said that, and they are incredible at research, when I saw the documentary, there's so much more. This Doc Angle guy, oh my God, like what's going on there? It's, like, it's hard you know, to Jeff choose. Lowe. Yeah, it, uh, Jeff Lowe, I think, is the most, he's the one that I would be most afraid to be in a room with. As a woman, 100%. As, 100%. as a human. I think his disregard for just about everything. It's quite scary, to be honest with you. Now, I know you make extensive notes, Sharita, and you actually do research, whereas I wing it. Um, show me your note. Okay. Did you actually see mine? <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. Oh, you see? There you go. <laughs> I, have, I have books of it. Like, you know, that's that's this book. I just started a new book. But I have books of oh, previous episodes here. This is my previous. And they're all... There you go. Previous episodes. They're all just like loads and loads and loads of notes. I know. Oh, it used to be kind of fairly legible, but it's all gone out the window now. But uh, the the best thing as well about this story is that it's uh, still unfolding every day. So new pieces of information are coming in, which is really cool. Yeah. The uh, the latest I heard was that he was he was been he's been moved into isolation for 14 days because he was moved from one jail into another jail in Fort Worth, Texas, I think. And uh, there was some COVID-19 cases in the first prison. So now he's in isolation. I genuinely, because I'm not an evil person, there's only two people on this world that I um, would wish evil on. One of them um, has orange colored skin. I think you might know that man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the other one has uh, coronavirus already because he recently got put into Rikers. (laughs) Joe Exotic is not one of those people that... What about, what about the you? third one? The third one, the clown from It. That, that, no, that's not a real person. Really? It's <laughs> <laughs> not real. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's um, 
his current husband is his fourth husband. Is it Dylan Dylan Passage? Oh, they introduced him as fourth in a in a radio or in a YouTube documentary today. But um, he's given his first kind of proper interview. So uh, you can watch it back. Yeah. But uh, he said he hasn't spoken to him since Thursday. Okay. Um, Oh, because he's been moved to this facility. Mm hmm. Very good. David Spade has a series of interviews that are fantastic with all of the different people, including Carol Baskin and um, your man, John Finley, Jeff Lowe. I think, well, no, I'm not sure about Jeff Lowe, but the gentleman who lost his arm. Oh, yes. So everyone is, is uh, he, he's great anyway, but they're so entertaining. There's so much more information in it. This is the gift that's going to keep on giving because there's so many characters in this world we'll be talking about this long after we're released from this uh, kind of quarantine situation yeah we will absolutely and apparently Joe Exotic himself is thrilled with all the attention yeah I don't well it's probably not a good thing in prison I would imagine (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I've never been in prison but I get the impression from having watched an awful lot of films and stuff like you know or the night of and all these kind of things and Oz that you don't really want to stand out in prison it's not what you would want to do but I suppose the fact that he's in a medical facility in a way from other prisoners wouldn't exactly be the worst thing in the world I just genuinely hope that he's going to recover from this because COVID-19 is horrible it's a, it's a horrible thing to yeah, some people I, he, his husband was saying that he doesn't have it but that it's just uh, they're just taking precautions but who knows okay okay um, um, wow, that's going to be very expensive to move every prisoner into a medical facility that doesn't have it. No, I think he was in a particular wing. Is what, what is that? Said. Is that what it would is? Yeah. I'm actually glad because I mean, at a time like this, the health and welfare of the prisoners is often kind of overlooked, and I'm glad that people are taking precautions like that. Yeah, I think it's scary everywhere. Yeah, I was out this morning and I walked by your house, went down the prom. Oh, did you? I did, and I met two people. Wow. Two. I know I, I can know. see the prom from here, so I haven't seen anybody move for a while. Oh, there's one person. There you go. I see a person. I know, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. It's like I hadn't spoken to anyone. I hadn't seen another human being for seven days before that, other than virtually, you know, like this kind of thing, like Zoom calls and stuff. But um, it's it's quite scary, you know, when you're walking the prom which is normally really busy so this is like the big promenade along the beach in Galway which is always very full and th- for there just to be two people on it the whole stretch of the prom is quite scary you know that's it's nuts like so even all of these people including Jeff Lowe have been impacted by this situation the most interesting part of this for me Tracy is the feud he had with Carol Baskin right and how she is portrayed actually is one of the things she comes across as being very sweetness and light and hi, cool cats and kittens. I mean, <laughs> do you know, I don't know if she's doing it in the name of tigers. Some of the accusations that were placed towards her would seem very out of place with how she presents herself. But nobody is presenting themselves like they actually are in this documentary let's face it. I don't think that the documentarians were particularly interested in facts. They were more interested in the notion of what the truth might be around this story. I know. And I mean, some of the facts that came out, and I know we don't have a ton of time. I think we have about 13 more minutes. Um, okay. The uh, the fact that there are so many cats not in approved 
not in wildlife facilities that are approved by the uh, animal rights people. Oh, let me check the stats on my extensive notes here. It's, um, (laughs) I think it's 96% of cats that are owned are either by private or illegal zoos or private people. For personal 96% use. in oh. the US. Oh, in it? the US, yeah. See, there is this argument being made that if an, if an animal species is endangered, then breeding them is the right way to go. But that's not, you don't breed animals into captivity if they're endangered. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. No, it's, it should be a, more, a much more holistic approach um, and perspective where yeah. what happens to the animal? Where is the animal provided for and what environment and all of that? So it's a very short term thinking. It's like breed them and then just don't worry about what happens to them. But uh, they, they said that there, you know, there's so many people in the States living next door to big cats. Yeah. I, it, that's. Well, look, I don't think the tigers are the threat here. No. You know, it's it's very much so the humans and the way that they treat each other. The casual death threats that seem to be constantly coming out of Joe Exotic's mouth towards Carol Baskin. And I know she was trying to close down his business. And, it, it you know, there was that whole kind of thing about, well, you know, I'm a private owner and nobody can tell me what I can do with my property versus you're not minding the cats. There should be laws in place to ensure that people like you don't exist and trying to rally people not to kind of give them money. Versus the stuff that Jeff Lowe was doing with putting tigers, tigers into suitcases and bringing them up to Las Vegas. And oh, it's just, it's, crazy. it's not the cats that were the problem. No, not at all. Not at all. But can we, can we please speak for a second about the most important part of this documentary, which is Joe Exotic's country and Western singing career? Oh, yeah. Or allegedly his singing Alleged career. Alleged singing career. Yeah. I, that was another. Um, I didn't expect that. Those videos, I thought they were spoof, and then they, but they aren't. Here, Kitty Kitty is comic genius. It is just brilliant. It's Mm. it's excellent. I did find myself singing a song around the house. So recently, what I've been doing is I've been listening to Clear Blue Morning by Dolly Parton every single day to get my head in the right kind of place. Do you know what I mean? Because Dolly's going to see us through, Tracy. Dolly is going to see us through. So I listen to Dolly every morning to get my head in the right space. But I was down in the kitchen and I realized I was singing a song. And I was kind of going, "Where? what's the song that, that I'm singing? And it was, this old town. <laughs> <laughs> They're catchy little numbers. Apparently somebody came out yesterday. Two people came out yesterday and said that they had been paid by Joe Exotic to write and record those songs. And um, it's it's not just the fact that he kept that facade up. It's the doubling down. I think I think actually the whole problem with Joe Exotic was that it was like he puts up a facade and then he doubles down and he venomously attacks anyone that is saying, well, I'm trying to do this. Or that's lies or you're not who you pretend to be. He just goes for them. Well, verbally anyway, at least. I do think though, you know, the songs themselves are good. He 100% was lip syncing them, in my opinion. I Particularly at the funeral of um, Travis, I really felt, this was his fourth husband, I think, I really felt that it was very evident that that's what he was doing. But in that circumstance, I suppose you would lip sync if you were going to decide to play one of your songs at your husband's funeral. Um, that was the most shocking scene for me, and it's hard to pick one. But um, that was the most shocking was uh, the footage of uh, his suicide. 
the most shocking for me was after the shed burnt down with the alligators in it when it cut to a scene of him saying I'll never recover financially from this <laughs> that was the most shocking for me it, it was either really clever editing or that's actually where his mindset was yeah his mind is goes to places none of us have ever been thankfully <laughs> although you know after a couple more days of this <laughs> I know. actually you know what I'm doing quite well I have to say I hope you're doing well too and for any of our listeners there are amazing documentaries out there to keep your mind off stuff you know um, I would definitely say that if you like this then you should probably watch any tiger documentaries of just loads of tigers in the wild running free Christian the lion as well do you remember Christian the lion so watch that it's really going to give you a lift at just an amazing story Yes, I was going to ask you, because um, I think distractions are necessary now, especially more than ever, to keep us all sane and occupied and engaged. And I think and I do think that documentaries are a fantastic way to do this. But also, uh, if you choose ones that are particularly engaging, you can do Netflix watch parties with your friends yes. and you can watch together and you can be taken on that journey. And I was going to ask you which documentaries were the most distracting for you. And I, I'd like to say, like, The Jinx is good. Um, Three yes. Identical Strangers. You know, anything that kind of grabs you and you can't you can't get out of it. I think The Staircase as well. If you haven't seen The Staircase, now's a good time. Now is a good time to watch The Staircase, mm. 100%. For me, capturing the Freedmans, every time I watch it, I have a different opinion. Um, what's his name? Dear Zachary. Really love that documentary. And Annie documentary that Werner Herzog has ever done he has never done any wrong in my opinion but Grizzly Man and the Cave of Forgotten Dreams are my favorites yeah Grizzly Man for sure and actually any of our old episodes because you know we, oh, we yeah. like to think that we're quite discerning but we uh, we like to choose documentaries that at least really grab us so any of our old episodes on uh, bigheadsmedia.com yeah, 100%. And even to watch them and then listen to our episodes afterwards and possibly tell us what you think. So we're there on Facebook, Docs That Rock Podcast. You can find us there. We're on Instagram as well. We're in a couple of different places. So um, where else are we, Tracy? Instagram, um, Facebook? Yeah, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. We're, we're probably putting this on YouTube if, if the quality is okay. But who cares about quality anymore? Seriously. And oh, I was going to re- I was going to repost um, sour grapes as well. That episode that we did, Sharita, about the uh, the person who fakes yeah. <laughs> um, old wines by just mixing them at home and then putting old labels on them. Uh, but a allegedly, true story. Allegedly. But but a true story. A true story. So again, really a true story. interesting. What was going to say to the other thing? And we posted this yesterday. Was unfortunately we lost Bill Withers yesterday. Um, and if you don't know who he is, you're in for a treat because almost every one of the songs that he's ever done are ones that you would really love and you've heard them. Um, so go and have a listen to his stuff. And there's a brilliant Netflix documentary that was called Still Bill. And I highly recommend it. It's really good watch. So now. So now. Um, there you go. What should we, we do now, Tracy? I don't know. I think we should um, have some raspberry tea. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Cheers. They'll never know. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. And mind yourself over there. Um, hopefully we'll be recording in studio in a few weeks. Let's be optimistic. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
we'll get back in into Flirt FM and record a bunch of episodes. A hundred percent. And we have an idea of what those episodes are going to be already. But if you guys want to tell us what you want us to review, because you're all sitting at home watching documentaries, more or less, um, then let us know if we haven't covered it already. We'll definitely give it a look. Yes. I'm going to take a photo of you before you go. There's been no cases of a, somebody getting it from a dog or a cat. No, no. So that's a great thing. We can still hug our pets. Yeah, big big cats, survive. small cats. Big dogs, small dogs. So um, just before we go, I wanted to ask you a question. I know that one of the things that I am doing, certainly in these times, is I'm re-watching Law and Order, but I believe you have a bit of news for us. <laughs> I do. I'm going to be on a podcast talking about my... My starring role in Law and Order as a victim from many so years ago. So it's called, these are their stories, and it's Kevin Flynn and Rebecca Lavoie, who are the their uh, partners in crime, and they also produce Crime Writers On. It's well worth a listen, so we'll keep you updated as to when it's going to be out there. But Tracy Ferguson, former victim of Law and Order, <laughs> more ways than one. <laughs> I, was, I was bludgeoned and strangled. Um, and oh, hell. Dennis Farina gets to personally examine me in, in the morgue. So it's fun and wow. fun and sexy times for me later to re- relive it. Oh, yeah. They're telling us we are getting close to out of time. So, so I might wish you all the very best. And it's a goodbye <laughs> from me. See you. See you. Bye bye. <laughs>